Good morning and welcome to another episode of the Christian Underground News Network. I'm your host, Kurt Chamberlain, along with your co-host, Pastor Dick Chamberlain, and we are delighted, as usual, uh, that you've decided to listen in today. We hope you're greatly blessed by doing so. Uh, we are excited to be starting a brand new series. We, we just finished up a study of Ephesians, and we are excited to be starting uh, our Types of Christ series. Um, I would love to be able to tell you how many episodes this is going to be, but I'm uh, your co-host, uh, Pastor Chamberlain, uh, only he knows that. He doesn't know either. See, and he's shaking his head and grinning like, yeah, no, I don't really. Yeah, that's because we do this as we're led by the Holy Spirit to do it. And uh, so we, we are completely, really unformatted. Oh, we have a plan. We do? Kind of. Okay, we do. We, we do have a plan, yes, yes. But, but anyway, we, we, we do this as we're, as we're spirit-led. So don't know how many episodes this will be or how many types we'll decide to do. However, each type that we study in the Old Testament is going to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt to you uh, that the entire book from Genesis to Revelation, from the very first verse of the Bible to the very last verse of the Bible, is all about Jesus Christ. And uh, we hope that we will be able to, uh, and you'll forgive the expression here, to shine the light of the divine inerrancy of the entire book uh, for you. So uh, we, we hope to bolster your faith and uh, and renew your uh, renew your faith in the inerrancy of the Bible uh, by going through this series is one of my favorite subjects. Uh, now, before our pastor gets started here. Uh, I do want to announce again that we do have a working website, and if you're ready to copy, I'm going to give it to you. Uh, mm -hmm. it, it is rather lengthy, and we're going to work on paring that URL down at some point in time. But for right now, you can look at our website directly by typing these keywords in, the, and this is all lowercase, the Christian Underground News Net dot GoDaddy Sites, and that's S I T E S, GoDaddy Sites dot com. Once again, all lowercase, the Christian Underground News Net dot GoDaddy Sites dot com. Visit us today. Tell your friends to, to visit us. Um, if you have questions or comments, you'll be able to contact us directly through the website. And we promise if you send us a message, we'll be happy to respond no matter what it is. So with that being said, I think we're ready to start our Types of Christ series. Are you ready, Pastor? Uh, I am ready. Okay. Let's go. He looks and sounds ready. I'm going to take him at his word. And it's all yours, Pastor. Tell us about our first type of Christ, would you? Well, um, before we go into the types actually, individually, uh, I want to show you generally 
uh, throughout the scriptures with just a, a half a dozen or so scriptures from Genesis to Revelation of what the Bible is all about. And thanks to your rather lengthy introduction, this is going to take a moment. I didn't know it was that lengthy. <laughs> it was only three, three minutes and 50 okay. seconds. It extended our plan a little, a little well, bit. All right. We got an hour. We'll, we'll, we'll manage. We'll, now, we'll be okay. Every, every page of the scripture is about the Lord Jesus Christ. Every, every, and, and you can find him if you're really looking for him uh, in just about every book of the Bible. Uh, and we're going to go through a few of those places where you can find the Lord Jesus Christ, either in, uh, either in type or in his actual presence. Uh, the Old Testament talks about Jesus Christ uh, in a prophetic way. And it presents Jesus Christ uh, in prophecy. The New Testament is all about his presence on earth uh, as the Son of God. And so without further ado, we're going to show you just, we're going to take one, one word and we're going to look through the scriptures quickly. And then we'll go to the first type of Christ in the Bible. Now, a type means a person, a human being, uh, whose life and death or uh, his works represent and, uh, and, and uh, give us a foretaste of, what, of who Jesus Christ is, what he does, why he came. And so, um, and the first type will be in Genesis, and it will be Adam. But before we do that, here we go. Now, there's one word I want to follow through on the Bible. I do word studies. I love them. Uh, I learn from them. And and I'm uh, when I started to study this uh, uh, this series on types of Christ, uh, I see that in the very first three verses of the Bible, we see. Christ. What? Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. I don't see the name. Yeah. That well, that's not the name because he hasn't been named yet <laughs> and wasn't named until he was born. Oh. Oh. All right. Oh. But he always existed. Oh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And so Genesis chapter one. Now, I'm going to try and go through this more slowly than I usually do. I know sometimes I sound like I'm in a hurry, but uh, I'm 80 years old and I want to get everything in before I croak. Before you get to go home. Before I get to go home, <laughs> says my wife. All right. Croak. So Genesis chapter one. Man. It, uh, it, and there are, two, uh, there are two books in the Bible that begin exactly the same way. Genesis chapter one says, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. Wasn't anything on it. Nothing's growing, didn't have shape. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. Some people think the darkness was there because Satan had been cast out of heaven around this time. I'm not going to be definite about that. And that's for another story. That's for another episode. 
and and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. So now we see God the Father, and now we see God the Holy Spirit. There's something missing. Wait a minute. Yeah, God. God is a Trinity. That's correct. And so, verse three, the 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 Trinity is is now uh, complete because it says, "And God said, let there be light, and there was light. God saw the light, and it was good. God divided light from the darkness." God called the light day and darkness he called night and the evening and the morning were the first day. So the first thing, the first thing that God gave to this earth was light. Now, light is a type of Christ because we saw God the Father in chapter one, verse one, and then we saw God the Holy Spirit um, verse two. In verse 2 and in verse 3, we had to see, oh, the completion of the Trinity, Jesus Christ. Now, Je now why is Jesus referred to as light? Why, why does that represent Jesus Christ? Uh, because there's a, there's a, 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 how shall I say that, uh, an incalculable di calculable distance between light and darkness. Mm -hmm. And we'll once you let me read these verses, oh, we'll get to that. Oh, am I Turn getting... to John chapter 1, please, in your Bibles. John chapter 1. Remember now what Genesis said in the beginning. Well, isn't this interesting? We're in the New Testament now. And the Gospel of John starts out chapter 1, verse 1. It says, in the beginning... Same words, was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Now, what, what is this Word that we're talking about? This is Jesus Christ. It says the same was in the beginning with God. How about that? All things were made by him. Who's him? The Word. The Word. And without him was not anything made that was made. Nothing could happen without the Lord Jesus Christ. So God, that, that part of the Trinity provided Jesus Christ kind of a blank check, didn't he? Well, yeah, so that you to put write that any way you want. I've never put it that way, and I I, I may never again. Okay. <laughs> okay. But listen, listen. Uh, here's the reason for light. In Him was life. Could be no more. Could be no life without the Lord Jesus Christ. Right. In Him, that's the Word, Jesus Christ was life, and the life was the light of men. Here we go. There's our word light again, and it's the first thing in creation. 
Well, let's continue talking about that light. And it said, the light shineth in the darkness. And the darkness comprehended it not. Now, if you're saved, you have life through that light, Jesus Christ. If you're not saved, you're still in darkness and you can't, can't comprehend eternal life. Then in verse 6, it says, And there was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light. <laughs> yep. So in verse 3 and 4, we our first four verses, we see the person of light. And then in verse 7 of John chapter 1, we see the purpose. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that, here's your purpose word, all men through him might believe. So that's the purpose of light. Verse 8 of 1 John, or of St. John, verse 1. He, that is John, was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. And so we see the people of light. Dear believer and unbeliever, if you're listening, Jesus came as light to give light and life to every man that cometh into the world. Titus chapter 2, verse 11 says, The grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared unto all men. There's no excuse for you not being saved because uh, even if you haven't heard much of this word, uh, I want to tell you something. Uh, uh, this light came to bring you life. Now let's look a few things about this light, and then we'll get into the first type, which is Adam. So bear with us. Uh, in Psalm 27, you see, everything in between Genesis and Revelation deals with Jesus Christ. And I'm just going to give you a few instances. In Psalm 27, it says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid. And so we see that the Lord is your light. Look at Psalm 119, verse 130. It says this, the entrance of thy words giveth light. Well, here we see the word and light. Same sentence, the entrance of thy words giveth life. In, uh, in Isaiah chapter 2, verse 5, Isaiah writes, O house of Jacob, Come ye and let us walk in the light of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Then in, my, in Micah chapter 7, verse 8. Now, I know I'm going through this kind of rapidly, but one thing nice about a podcast, you can play it and replay it. But in Micah chapter 7, verse 8, we see this. Rejoice not against me, O mine enemy, when I fall. I shall arise when I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. And then, and then we already read about what uh, John wrote about Jesus being the light. But let's see what Jesus said about himself, will you? Let's look at John chapter 8, verse 12. 
Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that love he that loveth me shall not walk in dark, or excuse me, he that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Then in John chapter 9, verse 5, we read these words. John chapter 9, verse 5. Jesus said this, As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. My goodness, what further proof would you want? Hmm. That this book is all about the Lord Jesus Christ. John chapter 12, verse 46 says this. Jesus said himself, um, I am come a light unto the world, and whosoever believeth on me should not abide in darkness. Interesting stuff, isn't it? It is. But we're not done yet. Second Corinthians, Second Corinthians chapter four, verse four. Uh, let's let's look at verse three first. It's, Paul says, "But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost." In whom the God of this world, which is Satan in this respect, hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. Isn't that interesting stuff? And then in First John, First John. Not the Gospel of John, the first epistle of John. In 1 John uh, chapter 1, verse 5, This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. We say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness. We lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light... As he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. One more, one more passage on light, and we'll find that in Revelation chapter 21, 23, talking about the new Jerusalem when it descends to earth uh, as, one, as one of the final acts of God. Uh, he gives them a, a, a new holy city. Revelation 21, 23, it says, And the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon to shine in it, for the glory of God did, did lighten it. And the Lamb is the light thereof. From Genesis to Revelation and everything in between. Everything. This, this precious book, the Bible is about the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We've seen some prophecies and some particulars and some talk about the presence and the purpose and the people of light. Um, and so when Genesis 1 says in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth and so forth, and we've read that. Now, we read that, um, that God then made man. Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. 
And it says, and the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the, bless, the, the breath of life, and man became a living soul. Earlier, God said, let us make man in our image. And he did. What did he mean? Our image. Our image. That means God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Yep. Okay. So now we have Adam. He was made out of a lump of clay. And then it says this. And the Lord, Genesis chapter 2, verse 16, and the Lord commanded the man. Men understand this. Man was first created and then woman, then the woman came out of man. And we're going to talk about that uh, very quickly. But the Lord commanded the man saying, of every tree in the garden thou mayest eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and Evil thou shalt not eat of it, for in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. It's a lead pipe cinch, Adam. Do not eat of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Mm -hmm. There's a tree of life. You can eat of that. Yeah. But don't eat of this other tree. That was the only no-no that God gave. To Adam, don't do that. And then the Lord said, Lord God said in Genesis 2.18, it is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him and help meet for him. And that, that means a partner, uh, a helpmate who is fitting for the man. And the only thing on earth then and now to be meet or fit to be a helpmate, the man is the woman. Yep. Sometimes women think that uh, we think that they're not important. Listen to me. If it weren't for a woman, Jesus Christ would never have been born. That's right. And he said, um, now I will make uh, make him that as that is Adam and help meet for him, and out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field, and every fowl of the uh, of the air, and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them, and whatsoever Adam called every living creature that was the name thereof, and Adam gave names to all the cattle, to the fowl of the air, to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found an help meet for him. Now, here's why we're going to teach that Adam was a type of Christ. And the Lord caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept. Nothing could have awakened Adam but God. Yeah, he a, fell into a deep sleep. This is verse 21. Yeah. Oh, by the way, and not just by the way, <laughs> there was a deep sleep that fell on Jesus Christ mm -hmm. when he was on the cross. 
keep that in mind because that's right where we're going with this. And the Lord caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam and he slept. And he, that is God, took one of his, that is Adam's, ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made he a woman and brought her unto the man. Now understand this. Understand this. My time. My time is. I've got five minutes left in this in this half of the episode. So uh, I may finish this, and if I don't, we've got another thirty minutes to Absolutely. follow. Absolutely. You're, you're you're right. So he he made the woman. He wounded the side of Adam, and he closed up the wound thereof, and then woke him up. And said, look what I've got for you. Now, I'm that's not in the Bible, but that's a very good implication of what happened. Mm -hmm. He made Eve. Yeah. Now, I don't know how long it took him to make Eve. Adam, while you were out. While you were gone. <laughs> yeah, while you were gone. I, I, here's what I did. Yeah. I, I, I did surgery on you. Got a little memo here. Yeah, and we took a rib, and we took that rib as a model for, uh, for your bride. Isn't it interesting? Curtis and I had to chuckle about this when we were when we were working on this. I said, I think we need to to name this episode um, a, a wound in the side. Wounded side. Out, Out came the bride. bride. <laughs> yes, and that's so we like to do stuff like that. By the way, you could do these things, but if as long as you don't uh, bring shame to the Word of God. And, and he made a woman, and he brought her to him. Now listen to me. Isn't that interesting? God the Father made Eve, and he then brought her to Adam. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't let them meet by happenstance. No, you know, there, well, there the, wasn't anybody the, else to the, meet. This is no romantic comedy. <laughs> all right, right, all right. Yeah, there's there was there was no no drama in this whatsoever. You won't find this on the Hallmark Channel. Yeah, that's right. It, God, so, God made her for a purpose, and He brought her to Adam. And in doing so, mm. Eve became a type of, of the, the church. church. That's right. And Adam said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Mm -hmm. So now, how does this apply? Well, let's first of all, look at the wounded side. By the way, look, Adam was no dummy. When God put him to sleep, he didn't put up a fight. We don't see that. He didn't complain. He didn't say, no, I don't want to do that. But wait a minute. But wait a minute. I don't need any anesthesia. Yeah. No, you need it for this. Yeah. Yes, you do. Yeah. So he was wounded mm -hmm. for our transgressions. Mm -hmm. Oh, who was he? Jesus Christ. He was wounded 
for our transgressions. He was bruised for our transgressions. He was wounded for our iniquities. The Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. We see a picture of this in John chapter 19. Turn back to your gospel of John. Jesus goes willingly to the cross. He didn't fight it. He became sin for us that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. He bore our sins in his own body on the tree, according to 1 Peter chapter 2. And, and so we see in John chapter 19, and Curtis holds up two fingers. I got two minutes to get One this. Minute. One, one minute. minute. Okay, so let's get that in here before the one minute is up. John chapter 19, verse 34, Jesus hanging on the cross. He was dying, and, as, and then he died. But one of the soldiers with a spear pierced his side, and forthwith came there out blood and water, indicating that he had died. Yep. Now, where was it that his, the sword was plunged it into was. his side? Adam was wounded in his side, and out came a bride. 30 seconds. And what came from the side of Jesus? Blood and water. Blood the price of redemption, and water, a type of the word of God. And that's what came out of the side of Jesus Christ. And then that was to bring you and I to salvation. Eve was brought to Adam. Mm -hmm. A perfect picture of the type of Jesus Christ. We'll be back after a brief break. <laughs> 